0: Uh, Should we get cracking on this preview? Let's do it. Okay, so heading to Belmont Park this Saturday. We've had a bit of rain during Mm. the week. The rail is in the true position. They're uh, expecting a maximum of 18 degrees um, at the moment. Uh, what are we thinking track-wise? It, it's going to be rain affected, surely. We've got um, – uh, when I was doing the form yesterday, there was 39 mil of rain that Belmont had had taken on board over the last week. We've got rain scheduled today being Thursday, Friday, and a little bit on Saturday. What, uh, what did you do your form based on a potential track rating, Terry?
1: Oh, I just pulled the dartboard out to be honest with you, BJ, and yeah. uh, and just threw a couple of nicely sharpened darts and uh, came up with a few winners. No, we uh, look. I, I, there has been a lot of rain. We need to look at the fact that um, the inside pad because they're back to the true hasn't been raced on for a while. Yeah. Instead of trying to predict things, I think I'm just going to give information and let people decipher it themselves because I've got all the information. But however, I'm deciphering it is not working. Um, I'm never ever predicting correctly. So we will. the The, the amount of rain we were going to see is a lot less. Than Than initially anticipated i think thursday friday we were were initially talking maybe about 30 mils now it could be 15 Mm -hmm. um with the rain sort of clearing by tomorrow afternoon so soft six soft seven um look I always like to work on a, a rough sort of thought process as a day progresses on a wet track uh, that the rail and closer to the pad can become a little bit harder to race on. But that really wasn't the case yesterday. Um, so it's not a it's not a blanket rule, but uh, you just got to be wary, I think, from the inside alleys later in the day, because it can be sometimes difficult on the more choppy are going. Um, traditionally at Belmont, uh, when they go back to the true position after not racing there for a month, as is the norm, uh, it tends to play actually really quite fairly. so I am going to go into the day allowing for a, a, a soft six soft seven, probably more of a soft seven and um, and just a fair track. let's not let's not overthink it. But as we're doing at the moment, we are saving the majority of our betting for the day because um, track pattern and track bias and hot and cold lanes are more prevalent than ever I find.
0: Okay, so yeah, so that's less uh, early betting and more betting closer yes. to start time. Unless okay, you gotcha.
1: uh, yeah, unless you feel like you're getting getting the price, which I tend to be doing, but uh, they're just not winning. That's the problem, BJ. If you are, uh, it's a very much a, a trade off with yourself. Like yesterday, the rail was clearly playing better than out wide yesterday, but I'd, I'd taken the big early price, put a spell on you eight or nine bucks, and never felt good about it. Even though it back gets backed into three dollars fifty, and you're pretty happy with yourself. So you have to mm. find a, a trade off. You just take the ones early that you you really feel like you getting. Getting the wrong price with but um, the rest especially the ones in the second half of the card you're probably better off holding fire and getting a bit of a feel for the pattern of the day
0: okay so just all right good so just letting every all our listeners know that at the moment as a while we're recording, the only markets available to us are Tab Touch. Bradley. So um, ho- hopefully, uh, they will sort of start filtering through as the show progresses. So just bear with us. We don't really have a huge sample size at the moment when it comes to pricing, but we'll do our best as we, uh, hopefully, the markets start to to show their faces as we move forward through the podcast. So race one, Terry, are you ready to go? Let's do it. Tab Touch West Speed. Platinum Maiden, gee whiz! Soft start to Belmont Classic Day with this uh, eight-horse field. Uh, maiden Terry, I don't know. Have you you got any thoughts on how this uh, thing's, how this race is going to play out?
1: No, not not really. There's a few. Uh, there's some major variables in this race. All I will say is me me and you, we uh, we love a good little whinge about the the maiden on a Saturday, but this isn't too bad. Let's let's mm. give this maiden a little bit of credit. Um, I, I don't mind a few of the different points of difference here. Obviously, Warbler has raced against far better horses um, in his uh, in short career. It's gone from Grant and Alana Williams to Stephen Miller, which is always a query, but the trial was fine. Yep. I mean, seconds to Bobcat Johnny in Ocean's 15 read pretty well for a race of this nature. And if you go back through Warbler's history uh warblers best runs were always in the thousand meter trials leading Mm. up to those debut runs so i think the thousand meters should be pretty cherry ripe off 272 days i'm not going to get involved especially for the new training i don't know what that's all about off a nine month break goodbye feds big runs behind parish report excellent dream glamour packed sea wave they're all names that uh read well for race of this nature but um no, I mean, you can make a case for universal pleasure. Shouldn't have taken a sit last start. Far better horse out in front, rolling along. One horse I know that you're keen on, a bit like I am. Uh, probably not here, though. Might have just run into a couple of sharp ones. Is O Sue Me mm-hmm. for uh, Jason and Mitchell Pateman. Um, very interestingly... His trial – so he's been off the scene for about seven months now. Trial preceding his debut effort, he actually was impeded by a fallen uh, – A, a riderless horse. Yeah. A riderless horse is what I'm trying to say, sorry. Yeah. And uh, when that occurred, Mitch had to sort of pull him out. It was a pretty sharp little maiden, actually, with um, – Dark Mission, end of an era. A couple of decent ones that uh, went past him. On debut, missed the kick, was back last, was beaten 10 lengths, time to sizzle. Doesn't read well on paper, but he actually ran the quickest, and this is for a horse on debut, ran the quickest last two and 400-meter splits of the entire day. And that's on debut. So um, clearly has a little bit of ability, Osumi And maybe they're hiding him away for a uh, a debut uh for a first up little crack here but um look i'm not i'm not too sure petite Lafemme, i was on first up it was a really nice run from last good run thought the run i was on so this is for once i'm i'm going to be critical of a horse i was on i still thought the run it was made to look better than it was by how quickly everything else was stopping if that makes sense i actually mapped her going forward so when she ended up last i wasn't super pleased, but uh, it was still a bit. It was still a big run, but uh, lots of variables. I'm just absolutely carrying on here, so lots of variables, BJ. Good race to have a look at, but none of the prices on Tab Toucher got me.
0: Mm. Well, I do like to have a whinge about these West Speed Platinum Maidens on a Sunday. I don't like them being on the card, and the thing that annoys me the, the most is that the, they just don't seem to attract numbers for some mm-hmm. reason. So more often than not, they're small fields, and if we get a scratching – Prior to start time, then we've got to pay one too to start the day. When I guess the intention of these maidens were to to create a ninth race that's going to attract a full field. But regardless, win over. Uh, I like Osumi on a day where we could tip ah. William Pike to win just about every one of the races. Is you know I sort of felt this was an opportunity to look um, outside of the or away from the wizard because obviously Warbler is going to attract plenty of support and looks the likely favourite, doesn't he, Terry's? 3.30 yep. on tab touch at the moment. But Osumi, I, I, uh, I, I really liked its first trial behind Bell of Liberty. That was in July last year. The second trial in December last year, as Terry said, probably could have almost won that heat but got significantly impeded by a riderless horse and the debut, not sure why it got so far back but the, the closing speed it showed suggested this horse has his share of ability. Mitchell Pateman, uh, the peroxide blonde Mitchell Pateman at the moment is riding pretty well. And writing for his uncle, Jason. I imagine that they're going to, he's going to be pretty keen to produce something first up on Osumi. And I'm happy to play each way, Osumi in the first.
1: Very good. I'll very likely be with you. I'm I'm hoping we can see a little bit more. I was hoping to see more than 10 bucks. Uh, I was hoping to see considering more. I thought that might be one that slipped under the radar when you see the old 10 length margin on debut. But uh, I guess Bradley did his form.
0: Well, in saying
1: that, Northwood, whose oh. form
0: isn't too flashy, is exactly the same price.
1: So. But did you see Northwood's? I do you a favour. Go back because Northwood's yep. just moved from Steel to Luke. Yep. I go Stay back. Case steel Casey. Yeah, go back and watch Northwood's trial on the sixteenth of December uh, last year. And you will not see a better trial. Uh, maybe one bit later on when we'll talk about
0: I think we spoke about it. I think you might have even made it a top oh, notch trial. I, I like might have, and I don't too. make too many
1: top hmm. notch trialers. But I uh, came out in debut and, and ran backwards and then couldn't go at Geraldton. Yep. But uh, yep. look, I don't I don't know if Luke's super keen, but that trial has always stuck with me. So I don't think I'll be on here, but uh, it's a horse I want to just keep an eye on, BJ.
0: Okay. Tricky little maiden to start things off but hopefully the the Patemans can combine and get Osumi uh, over the line for the boys here at the one one nice. race two free entry to Belmont Park handicap thousand meter race for the three-year-olds most of these went around last start and it's important to note that comfort me is an acceptor in this race but it's also it won't, race. it won't start it's uh no,
1: it won't start six horse race
0: it's set to line up at um, northern this afternoon looks a Nice race for, and
1: the money's the money's coming. It's still coming. The money's coming. Yeah. Well, you you told me before, just before we started the podcast, and I think the I think the bots were listening because they just started. It's <laughs> just started. It's clipping in. So, uh yeah. No, it uh, it does look well placed at uh, at northern today. But- better race for better race mm. for it
0: today. Uh, that's for sure. So six horses to face the starter. Yeah, over the, the one thousand meters, five of them raced against each other in an almost identical assignment two weeks ago. The mm-hmm. other horse coming, not coming from that race is Gestein first up for Lulu Chiani. Nice horse. The other day, we've got Dreams led. Uh, Boomtastic sat outside leader. We've got Dreams kicked on straightening, pinched a uh, race-winning lead and, and held on to defeat um, One Night and Boomtastic with Mia Dolce fourth. Uh, she's enchanted fifth and Mood Swings sixth, so – the barrier draws have, uh, have sort of, I guess, changed the, the map and how, how this particular race is going gonna, is gonna to pan out. I'm going to stick with mood swings. I was keen on him to my detriment last start. Uh, Terry you know, advised me that the map was adv- against him. The other day I thought that there was a way that Geordie Turner might be able to land three wide with cover, but uh, ended up being three or four wide, no cover, drifted back, Had to go again mid-race to improve into the race. Still ran on well to be beaten only two lengths. I thought the run was big. Uh, From four, should be able to get a more suitable run in transit on Saturday. Cover, peel off heels, balanced up. I think mood swings can give this a shake. Obviously, we've got dreams and the favourite... Boomtastic appear to be the uh, appear to be very hard to beat. I'm going to follow my gut here and uh, and go again with mood swings. What were you thinking, Terry?
1: Intuition. I like that. Let's make that the theme of today's podcast. eh? Intuition. Folly. Sometimes you've got to. Okay. That's one thing I've been looking at. Sometimes I think I'm. It's a bit methodical. Sometimes you do have to follow the gut or go with something that may not make uh, the entirety of sense. Not that that doesn't make sense, but. Um, Yep. So I'm just. I feel like I'm talking to myself at the moment. Uh, look, I have no real opinion here. This is one of the, just, these same horses. Just keep going around and around. They're all really, um, really evenly matched. I'm pretty happy taking on. We've got dreams. Uh, map wise, what do they do with Mia Dolce here, Beach? Do they go forward or uh, try and land in the breeze? What's the What's the plan?
0: Well, I just think she went so good with cover. So they ride her from last, then. Well, I'm suspecting that they'll try to. Try to do there's no spot, there's no spot,
1: this yeah. isn't opening out, there's no spot opening up here, I don't think. Mitch is riding extremely well at the minute, but uh, it's either for me, you've either got to say I'm breezing or I'm going to ride it. And when I say backlash, all you're going to do is be um, one off three backs, so you're not going to be, it's not the end yep. of the world, so um, yep. but yeah, tough one that that changes the race a little bit because you put me adultery to the breeze, boontastic takes the one one. Mood Swings goes, uh, it's probably last on the outside, which isn't necessarily the yeah. worst spot in the world. Yep. But the difference yep. for me here, and this might be over, this is again probably me looking too deeply into this, is um, She's Enchanted ran all the all the numbers last start, quickest last two, four, six of the day. Um, yep. That was a race dominated by um, where they ran all the quickest final splits for the day, but it was still a nice run from an unsuitable gate. Uh, She's Enchanted, we've probably both got landing on the back of We've Got Dreams here. Yep. Yep, should be right in position A. So if Pike lands in the breeze with Boomtastic, um, Pike is probably the best jockey uh, at not letting you out. So Jade, I reckon, will have a and and um, we've got Dreams doesn't seem to lay off. I don't think from memory. Um, no. So no. If,
0: well, one night was a, one night was able to sort of push out underneath Pike, which yep, is a rarity. That is a yeah, yeah, yeah. absolute rarity. Well,
1: yep. Yeah, we uh, we layered uh Tastic about 450 into 220 so uh yeah I, I do remember that clearly and i was very uh i was very disgruntled that was the one occasion pike's been knocked out but uh look I, I don't think he'll make a habit of that so it could become very difficult for she's enchanted to get out but um yeah i i i just i don't know it's all about how the race be run there's a few different maps that are a possibility market looks about right mood swings she's enchanted they're the two i'd be probably looking at but um i'm just going to watch this one go around bj good good horses
0: yeah, I was four dollars. Mood swings, three seventy available at the moment on Tab Touch. Hopefully, there's a bit of bit of movement, which will allow for a more suitable price from my point of view. But yeah, they're they're as Terry said, they're all very evenly matched. Even a horse, I wouldn't be surprised to see guestine mm. win. Really, I think she's got plenty of ability going to going to win. At the point of difference, correct? She's uh, going to win it heap of races so. that's
1: the thing we're talking the other five keep doing battle against each other and guestine's the fresh horse in the scene i don't know if she's as good as the other ones yep. but uh we simply don't know so yeah complete point of difference runner is the uh the Lu luciani filly okay
0: so moving on race three perth racing club membership handicap 2000 meter race and uh i guess the The thing that stands out when you glance at the acceptances here is Sentimental Gift 54.5, William Pike going on replacing Lucky Lactar Raul Ramoli. Terry, Mm, uh, what are are your thoughts, Race 3, the 2,000-meter 72-plus?
1: Well, my first thoughts are: I'm very happy. Israel Romoli, so that means it's catching on to some degree. So that's <laughs> uh, that's my first winner uh, for the day. Um, no, look, I uh, obviously everyone's going to um, going to be seeing, and I think a lot of the uh, the books had uh, weight for Pike on mm-hmm. to Pike. Um, I don't think he got a huge amount of room last start. Basically, I think it's fair to say Lacta was held up the entirety last time out. Um, but
0: ha- I've got to, I, I need to ask you something,
1: Terry. Okay, why
0: did he? Why didn't he go the rail? Well,
1: it, it, it was the day for the rail, wasn't it? He was
0: following Fancy Fox uh, in transit. Jade hugs the rail, gets the split, wins. God knows how that won, but it did. Congrats to anyone mm-hmm. out there who happened to be on Fancy Fox. Very, very well done. Too good for me. But um, but rail Ramoli, he forgot his uh, his one wood. And ended up pushing yeah. out and never really got out and went to the line with a bit in the tank. So
1: he went away from yeah. what works for him, Lactar. Yeah, he certainly did. He used the pitching wedge off the tee, didn't he? So um, <laughs> I, yeah, he, he would have won that race comfortably, I think, as well. Because I think sentimental gives a far superior horse to... Fancy Fox. Funny you say that with Fancy Fox. That was one I was I was pretty keen on Fancy Fox at a mile, if we yeah. could find a nice mile race. I didn't like how they like, they kept trying to go forward with this horse and it made no sense. The horse is in career best for a new trainer being ridden with a sit. So it was just yeah, I, I just didn't I mean, Were we you
0: hovering over Fancy Fox? Fair, nah. fair, late. Nah. We you, were nah. you, you weren't? I wasn't,
1: no, nah, I can't even say I was. Nah. I could
0: have sworn that that would have been one of your goes, for sure.
1: No, for a horse that's having its first go over the journey and it's nearly a nine-year-old, geez, you've got to think that those stones had been turned by mm. that stage of proceeding, surely. Felt it felt like a bit of a desperation move late in the career. But no, nah, good on him, good on him. Robin that Elliot. horse is flying, That's horse is flying since Robin Elliott's taken it on, so good on him. But uh, no, look, this race to me looks like a... It does look nicely set up for Sentimental Gift and William Pike, but there's still got to be queries on how good the horse is. Yep. Um, this is a 72-plus event. Uh, it was pretty competitive against uh, British Bessie. They, those two had a lot of stouches they did. last campaign. The British Bessie has stepped up to this sort of level, this campaign, and hasn't leveled up really, uh, to the top couple. So, interesting in that sense. Do think Sentimental Gift has more scope. Pike will need a few things to go his way because he'll probably be back last from the awkward alley. But uh, does look hard to beat. Noir de is hard to go past from you know from a weighted point of view. 58 and a half, just narrowly getting nubbed by Material Man last start. My query with Noir de is whether it'll suit Maddie Derrick. Um, Noir de to me, looks like a horse who really does his best racing under the urgings of a strong jockey yeah I um,
0: had the same notes for sure yeah
1: okay. that's not something I'm certain on and, and Maddie out in front rolling with the claim I mean the horse could the horse could absolutely bolt in um, it, with those situations especially if pending how bow counts ridden um, yeah. but yeah they're, they're the two I'm really focusing on I love the last run of Divine Shadow but it's a real tough ride from 10 I think Sentimental Gift will out sprint Divine Shadow if they're making their runs together at the weights and Friars Fox last 100 metres was huge huge um probably need to need to see one more run to be able to trust firefox but the last 100 against resistance was huge so winner comes from those four big Lane, sentimental gift or noir de rue for me but again current price i've marked sentimental gift 310 noir de rue 380 um I'm, that's 100 percent market i'm only interested in getting involved if i can get a little bit mm, sort of 10 20 above those prices Yep. Not, not too bothered at the moment
0: i was three dollars sentimental gift and marked Noiteru and Divine Shadow equally. 450, second phase. I just think okay. it's one of those three. They uh, they will fight this one out. It just third up. Grant Nalana Williams drops big weight dropper. lactar to Lucky Lactar to the wizard pike. Uh, will be patiently ridden if he if she, Sentimental Gif, gets a nice toe into the race and could be there ready to pounce on straightening. GC's gonna be hard to hold out. Devo uh, De Roo, geez, he's a tough bugger, isn't he? Like he's had he's had a hell of a prep. Um Justin Warwick knows how to back these horses up. He's run in he's won a seventy two plus. He's won basically the same race as this three starts ago coming off a Seven-day break, and he knocked off Kiara Star. Carried sixty kgs for Paul Harvey. Then he's uh, led them up in the Strickland Stakes and boxed on well at weight for age. And then it it took every every ounce of material man, the uh, his superstar stablemate to get over the top of him in the Swan River Vase last Saturday. And Noir did basically did all the all the heavy lifting, outside leader in transit and material man was j- just able to get past him and win by a head late. So. That was a funny old Jeez. race, wasn't it? it was, yeah. You
1: could tell that they knew, you could tell Paul... Uh, Harvey knew that the, the track definitely was playing rail and pace heavy because despite missing it on material man, you would have thought he would have just jacked it out to last, maybe sustained a run if he had to, but he was pretty aggressive to get on speed. The horse took a while to settle. Looked sort of under a fair bit of sufferance at the 800, but that is that is the epitome of class coming yes. to the fore yeah. um, with material man there late. Yeah, class prevailed and, and the mm. Pontiff sort of... Um,
0: Cheese material man just responded to the pontiff as he did in the Strickland Stakes as well. Um, so yeah, look, if if Nwideru runs along for Maddie Derrick and depending on what do we do with what do we do with Bow Count like does he? <laughs> oh, this is my thought. This- my thought process. I- bow I've Count goes better in I've the wet. Up. Yeah.
1: Well, I think they're just they're getting it wrong with Bow Count. I've always I think Bow Count is a better horse to sit and sprint over the mile. I've I've said I've been saying this for a long 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 time. Bow Count is a better horse ridden with a sit. I'd like to see probably I'd like to see a, a sit and sprint jockey go on, uh, ridden over the mile, but for here they've got to go forward, yeah. probably lead. Matt Maddie, Maddie can either take the back of Bow Count or hook to its outside, but they have to go forward. Yeah. Uh, I just suspect they're not going to ride this and this is just this is only an inkling that they'll try and ride Bo Count a little more circumspect here yeah. and not just try and tear away. I think they'll try and make it more of a proper horse race rather than um, try and nick it.
0: Yeah, I mean if, if the thing with Bo Count is sometimes he doesn't allow Ryan Hill to to do that. He's got a bit of a mind of his own um, this mm. fellow. So but yeah like I, I I'm with you there. Uh, but re, you know regardless I still think that sentimental gift with the nice weight swing and Pike versus Derek, I think that um, sentimental gift will will be able to prove Veil, nothing wrong with Divine Shadows form. He can win. I just, he's probably going to be behind Sentimental Gift, maybe following following pike in transit yep. <laughs> if that's the
1: case can three three weeks between runs too yeah. so not as not as rock hard potentially a sentimental after seven days
0: yeah pretty yeah he's a real competitive divine shadow can he peel off Sentimental's gifts heels conceding her three and a half kilos and get over to the top i doubt it sentimental gift for me i think that 290 is not a bad price really so that's the way i'll be going very good race four: the amelia park plate two-year-old 1400 meter Contest and uh, yeah, I guess all eyes will be on the wizard once again, as is so often the case. He uh, he has the mount on the current three dollar favorite continuance guru.
1: Yeah, what are your uh, you're the two year old guru, BJ? it uh, didn't sound good, did it? What's your uh, what's your thoughts here?
0: Yeah, look, I um, you were keener on continuance than I was. Last start, mm. and um, she sort of looked as though she was-
1: She fell in. Vulnerable? She fell in. Vulnerable? She, she, but, but- she, William Pike jumped off the horse, chucked her on his own back and got her over the line. Yep. That's the only way she won that race. She's a 1,000 to 1,400 gee yeah. whiz she has to be a risk yeah do you think maybe it was like that thousand 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 because yeah, that was she was third up i don't think she's um that good that's the thing if you go back through the trial was okay she wasn't backed on debut but she got the perfect dream run behind border rule she then got a nice spot mm. outside the leader in magical dreams race i'm pretty sure that's the same race as snicker doodle dandy ran third snicker doodle dandy sat last and deep the entirety so i just like no no offense i just don't think continuance is that is that good a horse i, I think it's a, it's a nice horse but it's been perfectly ridden three times in a row
0: mm. so it's going to be the, the thing with continuance is uh it's going to land in the spot isn't it um yeah. from gate yeah. four whereas bumper humper who i thought was quite good last saturday it's it's having its was this its fourth start in a row uh, Crazy, yep. very rare to see that from a two-year-old. Four Sundays mm-hmm. in a row, bumper humper. Um, it's probably going to have to go forward like it did two starts ago. Snickerdoodle Dandy. Do they chance their arm again and and go forward like they did in its last brave last start win? And then you know the other horse that is is a real major player is Blow Me Out, who I thought was was excellent on debut behind Snickerdoodle Dandy. Uh, a couple of weeks back now for Brett Pope and Jay McNaught. But, yeah, I can understand why continuance has has come up favourite. I've got to, I marked it on top from a market point of view. It's just going to get the right run, William Pike and, and Lindsay Smith, so ob- it's obvious that it's going to attract market support. So I guess in summary, for me, I, I I was compelled to put continuance on top just for the fact that I know it's going to, be fit. I know it's going to get the right run. I am a bit suspect as to you know from a map point of view where snickerdoodle, snickerdoodle dandy blow me out and bumper up, humper up, land. So I tipped continuance on top, but I can see exactly where the guru is coming from, and, and I I imagine there's going to be plenty of layers out there for continuance on Saturday. I marked her two dollars ninety, so the three dollars is about where where I uh, was expecting her. Did you so Terry will be looking for to play around the fave. What are what are these what are the juveniles that that caught your eye from a uh, potential betting
1: proposition? Oh, this is this is a weak race. Uh, while I, I don't yep. like continuance, I don't want to be laying continuance because this is this is a weak race. When it comes from continuance, snickerdoodle, dandy, blow me out. But I think we'll see a doodle okay. blow me out, uh, Quinella. <laughs> that to me makes sense. The uh, the doodle and the blow me out, Quinella, Bj. So we're gonna have them one and two. Uh, I've marked them $350, 550 continuance, five fifty as well. So at the current prices, Bradley has me uh, has nailed it yep. on their head at three sixty and six bucks. So um, again, I can't really suggest a bet. But the rest mm. of them, I don't think go. Very good. Olden's uh, last 100 was nice, but it's uh, it's piked to Stephen Parnum. so hard to hop into something where pikes off. But um, not, not, at, at this stage, snick a dandy blow me out. They're the two I'll be looking at and seeing what type of prices we can nick
0: Late. The only horse I'd like to throw into the mix is a horse I've flagged uh, as a top-notch trailer called Warcidium. Mm. Uh, first up 1,400, not exactly what I was looking for, but going to get a price. Uh, I'd... I'm thinking he's um, capable of running on maybe into third or fourth or something like that. But just keep an eye on War Cityum. I think it's going to win some races moving forward. So, but yeah, interesting little two-year-old race. Ah,
1: crap! Two-year-old race.
0: Crap! Two-year-old race. <laughs> 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 <That's> <laughs> doodle down. Danny does look this like. This is horse. honestly
1: one of the worst. Uh, and we're about to hit favourite city as well, by the way. Yeah. So I apologise for the next uh, five tips we drop, but uh, it's very hard to get these beaten. So,
0: all right. So something that isn't crap. Terry is the Mundaring Hotel and our WA Racing Mastermind competition. So the Mundaring's been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance, drop in and see the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day, let him know you're a one-one listener. Congrats to last week's Mastermind winner, Tim Coucher. A $100 gift voucher is uh, to the Mundaring is on the way. Also. Terry, quick shout-out to Tim, who's a part owner of Divine Shadow, going around in race three on Saturday. So um, mm-hmm. could be a big week for the Coucher household there. So to be crowned, this week's Mastermind, you'll need to answer the following three questions correctly. You got your pencil there ready to go, Guru? I do. Question number one, how many races has Rivalry Galore won since his two thousand and nineteen Belmont Classic victory,
1: oh, that's easy. How many? How much money has Terry <laughs> lost on my <Robert> freak <laughs> his Belmont Classic victory? Ah, oh, dearie me, my pencil's going to run out of ink if I write that out of, out of, out of ink, out of lead. What does a pencil have? Lead. It's going to run out of lead if I write that down.
0: Question that's two.
1: Freak of a horse that is. A bit. This is a bit of a whatever happened to actually. So, mm. who? What mo- happened to Crystal
0: Spirit? Oh, I'm really, sorry, <laughs> I was going to say that later. Okay. Who rode? Proceed with caution to win the 2014 Belmont Classic for DMac, Darren McAuliffe?
1: Oh, I've got that one. You've got it. I got that. Yeah, that's an easy one. By the way, if anyone's listening to this, don't go and look these up on on Chris and get the answers. Do it yourself. It's an honesty system here. Yeah. Put your two bucks in the jar. Exactly. I concur. Question three. Name the horse
0: that's scheduled to race at Belmont this Saturday who finished fourth as an even-money favourite in the 2016 Belmont Classic. So, mm. how do you go with question three?
1: Uh, at this stage, haven't jagged that one hasn't come straight to me. Mm. I like that one, though. I'm sure it will um, as we... Pre- oh, yeah, I got it. Oh, was that the horse? No, that wouldn't have been the horse. No, it'll come to me, I'm sure. I'm two for the three thus far, but I'm going to keep the pencil out for uh, okay. for the last one.
0: Yeah, and thanks to everyone who supported the the reboot of the Mastermind. We got a, a flood of entries, and uh, Tim Coucher was the lucky winner. So moving on, race number five is the feature event of the day, 2,200-meter, $100,000-listed Belmont Classic. Boom Philly, Sean Trey shooting for six out of six.
1: Uh, is there any way we can get this odds on pop rolled, guru? No, nah, I don't think so. No, cold rail, maybe something like that. But uh, no, no difference. Queen takes king. The only new horse into the race. Uh, no, just wins. Dollar seventy is over the odds. Over the odds. Over. Yeah, really. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. She. I mean. Yeah, Pikey, that walked last start, so he just went and sat deep for the final thousand and she still won easily. Like there's there's nothing different here. There's no reason she shouldn't get better the further she goes or deeper into her campaign. Dollar forty five type thing, I reckon, yep. is a fair price. Um yeah, just a wet 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 track inside pad. But uh no, nah, it's dollar seventy is enough for me. I'm not gonna probably get involved at the dollar seventy, but it would be a bet if you're that way inclined. But um nah, nothing else to discuss here.
0: I just wanted to ask you, who have you got leading? I just found it really hard to find a, a natural leader for this race.
1: Uh, well, I guess there's a, a few options. It depends who wants to be brave. Yeah. Um, Maricino worked to the top when second in the Aquaneda behind Cousin Ivan. So, my thought process would be go to the top. It's the only way you're going to win the race. Is That's to exactly
0: what I thought, Terry. And and the, the the Aquaneda was run about 12 lengths faster than the Belmont Oak. So, you- Maracino Eurasian to a lesser extent Tim Snip they have you know theoretically have a stronger platform heading into this twenty two hundred meter race and the, the the fillies that came out of the sort of the slowish the the very slowly run um, Belmont Oaks
1: arguably that didn't even suit Shanturia as well so that probably, no. um, but if Shanturia is trading a dollar eighty that day against uh, I mean who are you taking out of that race Carrigone Aurora um, Canvas, well, there's nothing, is nothing. Canvas is here, taking care of Junior at the race. I mean, yeah, for me, there's no unless unless big money comes, Queen takes King. Uh, I can't see Heaven's Gift or Canvas just on normal form turning the tables. So,
0: yeah, she looks pretty good, doesn't she, uh, Chantre? So yeah, to um, me, it's just a, it's just yeah, a one looks, goer. Uh, looks, she looks set to make it six mm-hmm. out of six, and um, there was a bit of there was a bit of talk post Belmont Oaks that they could be looking at an Eastern States campaign with her next season and she's in the right yard obviously she's in the right yard obviously because Lindsay smith's got his satellite victorian stable so we'll see what happens Good there on. but all eyes chantrey should be winning the uh, belmont classic 2200 meter feature this weekend race number six it's a big day isn't it 10 races
1: oh i thought you were saying it was a big day because it's mick graves's birthday oh absolutely <laughs>
0: congratulations mick graves happy birthday yeah. Sixteen hundred years old as well. That's yeah, it's been around for yeah. a while, hasn't he? Usually they uh, usually they say how old, but maybe Mick didn't want to didn't want to. No. Let everyone know just uh, just what his birthday is. But I hope you have a great day, Mick, and um, hopefully you find the winner of the Mick Graves mm, handicap sixteen hundred yeah. meter graduation. Guru, take us away.
1: Oh, very very simply, BJ. We tip puck a you last week with a degree of confidence. The money came in came in droves to a point that was a bit silly. We actually uh, anyone that listened to sh- listened carefully, we did both say that uh, if the money came silly, that Captain Kink Silk can also get out to prices, and Captain Kink touched seventeen dollars. Mm. I think we said at the time marked at about four eighty or something. So sometimes yeah. you have to. And I was talking to to Bradley about this the other day. It's uh, Bradley uh, who does this have touch early markets. We, we at the moment, I'm I honest, think yeah. I think some of the money that's coming for these data horses or Spoon horses or whatever whatever reason they're the ones that are being backed. I think the money's coming a bit too hard, and they're starting under the odds. So sometimes you've got to look at a. Sort of a long-term game there, where it's actually uh, beneficial to probably be taking and snapping. I mean, yesterday at Belmont was a great example. Big plunge horses, my hidden journey, um, inflation. Uh, what was the Lindsay's classic, Magnus? I mean, that's all Billy ain't silly go a dollar sixty to three fifty late. So there's massive plunge yeah. horses. I think uh, fair enough. The money's coming, and I can understand why they're coming. I'm, to be honest, those ones I just mentioned yesterday, I was on all of them at the early prices. So um, I, I get I get why the money's coming, but I think the money's going too far. If that makes sense, it's just not stopping. It gets to sort of like classic Magnus got to the three twenty, three thirty. I thought was about right. Just kept coming into your two forty, which was madness against a horse like um, Billy, who obviously uh, they have a big opinion of. So just keep an eye on that. And and, um, and sometimes even if you do think something's a good thing, um, you just got to you got to bet on price sometimes and look at the the big mm. picture. Bj. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what did what did you go around last week? Dollar seventy five, Puckerpungu. She, tra- she right? traded low dollar seventies or something, and this was yeah, this wow. is a horse fourteen hundred back to twelve hundred against some pretty sharp three year olds. Like the, I was a little dirty myself. I, I, I ended up tipping Puckerpungu when it was two forty, two fifty or something along those lines. But um, yeah, I, I really dislike them when they go down in grade. It was actually a huge run, Punyal, because. He, yep. uh, she, sorry, she picked up again late and really hit the line really nicely. It was just the the drop in distance which she didn't uh, she didn't handle when she hit a flat spot in the run. So, look, I'm I'm expecting her to go forward here. Her best two career runs have been over the 1400 meters. If you look at the way she fought off uh, fought alongside Bright Diamond and she was better than Levitate um, two starts ago. If you look at that race and look at what Levitate did to him last week, I mean, Parker and a no brainer. I simply just can't even can't look past her. I've marked her a dollar sixty two. Here, yeah, BJ. I, was on, I was short on. her. was it. So totally. I don't know what. What have you got her?
0: I was. I was even money. Yeah, okay. but um, but yeah, like initially I didn't think I was going to get that that low. Mm. But then when I started looking, doing the deep dive in the race, she's she's just about a moral, really. Like considering where she's coming from, you know,
1: low weight. positive tactics. She could just own this race, really. Yeah. It will they will be positive, surely. Surely at yeah. worst she lands outside a conquered zone. But um yeah, I suspect she uh just about rolls to the uh to the tip top. Yeah, I, I would like to see
0: her in front. Um could could um do you, I don't I don't know Gap how em. they're gonna be able to get get past it. Could do, yeah. Mm. One question. Oh, I love questions. CJP CJP off, uh Chris Parnham on. That's
1: one query for me. Nothing to do with Chris Parnham mm. whatsoever. I just like continuity with the hoop. So um that's Something, but is uh, that a is that a is that a sacking? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah,
0: yeah it has has to yeah. has
1: to be a sacking. So, um,
0: because I went back and watched that replay many, many times, and do you think that maybe CJP didn't? Uh, didn't apply enough pressure to Captain King. Maybe last week? over the twelve hundred, yeah. I
1: think. Pretty sure they went. Yeah. They went a few lengths below benchmark. Yeah, um, yeah and yeah. I think coming back, Jade rode. Jade rode that well. Perfectly, out she rode yeah. a treat. So yeah. I think coming yeah. back from the fourteen hundred, I think the key for CJP there was not to let him walk along because the horse may have yeah. lacked that little bit of sprint. So that was probably. Yeah. A, it was a pretty minor error. Uh, I think he was pretty stiff. Um yeah. to be sacked, but uh, look, it's a great pickup right for Chris Parnham, and should be winning and uh, this is going to be another one of those days where I maybe suggest to take Chantria, take Pucker Punyal and a few more that's about to come and whack him in a in a bit of a, a bit of a multi at about 50 to one. so this is leg two, BJ. Yeah, should 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 just win mm-hmm. for me,
0: pucker I was really keen to to play Sowar and whatever he went around in next start. Obviously, I was keen on him last time and, geez, he was a bit stiff not to get the result when fifth in the zero demerits race over 1,400 two weeks ago. Suited rising to the mile. I just don't think – I really like him as a horse, War, Just don't think he's going to be able to spot pucker two, three, four lengths. On straightening and be able to peg her back, but he's the clear second pick for me. And the uh, the team Williams pair obviously conquered zone and truly great, they'll have admirers. Is was there any way that you could get Aconite nah. in, into the mix, Terry? Nah, I loved
1: Aconite's last win. Well, I didn't like yeah. it. I backed the second and third horses, but uh, I didn't like it. But Hannah Fitzgerald rode that an absolute uh, an absolute treat. But um, when you see an experienced apprentice riding since Sprinters and they uh, they run big races, it tends to mean the horse is flying. But with the 60 and a half, I mean, yeah, it's not going to give Pacapaniel six. If Pacapaniel turns up, there's no way it gives Aconite, uh, gets six kilos off Aconite and gets beaten. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So the guru and myself are in unison. We're pretty keen, Pacapaniel, to get the job done in race six. So it's a ten race card. So this has to be the first leg of the late quadrilla, Terry. Uh, it's a it's a
1: marathon, isn't it? i think it's get race seven. A, get Steve Monteghetti along to help us get uh, through <laughs> this one. I tell you what,
0: Robert Robert De Costella. Oh, dearie man, all we
1: do. I mean, it's it's a bit. It's not the card I'm overly excited about. Uh, we're, we're tipping. We're gonna and, and I want to get try and get things beaten or you want to try and find something in a little bit of a quote, but um, it's really, really hard. These these favourites to me completely stand out. And this is another one here, BJ. Uh, in the Belmont Park Booker Bay Handicap, we're getting a... Booker Bay. They've uh, they've, they've heard my request for more Booker Bay Handicap, so there we go. I'm pretty <laughs> excited about that. Uh, what do we got? Over the mile. Uh,
0: I hope they don't make you Booker Bay and have to pay at Belmont Park, especially when it's wet, because that... that um that car park turns into swamp when there's a bit of rain around. Yeah, you you touring, want to be so. careful
1: with your, your uh, yeah. You want to be careful with your position in the run there, don't you? Because there can often oh. there can often be a cold rail in that car park
0: absolutely i've been caught there before i got, got drenched one day leaving belmont park last season then had to walk across a, a lake to get to my car best so. thing you
1: can do is take a spare pair of socks to the to the uh <laughs> to the track with you or just uh in my case probably drink too much so you can't feel it on your feet that's probably the best thing uh ron what do we got here over the mile uh this is a, a for firstly just the speed map it looks uh i don't mm. think i don't think Wrinkley's seen a more suitable speed map in an awfully long time um what's wrinkley here first or second up it's <laughs> just uh, <laughs> one of its first runs. It actually was first up in the uh, Lestia, uh, I think, in October last year. So, there is a chance, I was looking at this before, there is a Rinkley's chance. only ever had one first up run, hasn't there it? Is, there, is, <laughs> there is a chance that <laughs> Rinkley could run, if it keeps going, in the Lestia in the same campaign. The same race in the same I'm not I'm not even kidding. It could race if they keep it up for another three months. I can't see why they wouldn't. The horse is an iron horse at the moment. What a horse. It could race, it could race um, in the same race it kicked off its campaign in a year later if they keep it going. What a machine. Rinkley. Unbelievable. Um Rinkley gets as good a map as you'll see. Two of its last three. It's actually been forced to sit. And those runs are even better for a horse who's not suited sitting. So um I think Wrinkley gives a really good kick here out in front, but I I simply just think with the 62.5 kilos. On its back, uh, I have so much time for Not To Be Missed. I think Not To Be Missed could almost look impossible at the 300, but I am really going to back... How good I think this horse is in the mile suit. Pikey's on. Uh, Fred Dagg will get going into it. I think Pikey might look to grab Fred Dagg's back. Um, yes. not to be missed for me is uh, a uh, a good thing here, BJ. And I'm uh, I'm very keen. Disappointed. Bradley only went up at a dollar. What's he gone up at? About a dollar seventy odd we still got no odds. Where are our odds, BJ? Christ.
0: What's going on?
1: Dollar seventy-five. So this was this was a race I was actually prepared to probably full stake and, and it was going to be an absolute crack not to be missed. And I was going to square up late on Wrinkley, who I think will see seven bucks about late on Betfair type thing. So yep. that they were my intentions here, just in case, just with the map that he nicks off. So I can't see Fred Dag out sprinting not to be missed. So that's why I'm happy taking Freddy on BJ. But uh yeah, it's boring. I'm not even gonna go on any further, not to be missed, to uh to continue uh his ride. Through the grades,
0: I'm su- I'm surprised. I'm baffled that you, um, one of your all-time favourites, double digit never even cracked a mention in your spiel. Nah, Terry. Nah, dead, gone. Yeah, gone. All right. gone. Double digit. Um, he's been. Geez, he's been a good horse here over the journey. Mm,
1: not so good the last few weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, looks... What did you think of not to be missed behind showmanship the other day? Geez, he it, was good,
1: wasn't no, he? Like, it, was in, it was also entitled to do that. Uh, you have to say, yeah. wrinkley's run was arguably just as good. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. Just yeah. the, the big thing, look, if wrinkley went up, say, $10, $11, I would have said wrinkley each way is the bet. This yep. race is all about yep. playing it by price. If wrinkley gets out to 11s and 3s on Betfair and not to be missed is $1.60, you play Winkley each way. Uh, if not yeah. to miss gets to even money, you play not to be missed and you, try and you try and just make sure you don't lose in the race on wrinkley which isn't exciting, but I really, do see this as a pretty um pretty straightforward sort of event. If you go through not to be missed as 1, six or twelve, the six not to be missed as lost, there's all genuine excuses. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah I think not to be missed is a is a black type horse in the making. So
0: pretty keen. Yeah absolutely so yeah I, th- I think I think you hit I think you hit the nail on the head too with the way that you said that Jason Whiting and Fred Dagg will will improve into the race and the wizard being the wizard, he'll tack on to Fred Dagg, peel, balance up. And I think, um, Wrinkley got overhauled by who was it two starts ago? Ms. Brown's was boy, it, uh, Mrs. Brown's and boy. The thing so is – it- you would think that these two, not to be missed, and Fred Dagg, that's exactly right, might, you might be a level above Mrs. Brown's boy at this respective part of their careers. And not to be missed, as, as you said, is destined for black tie. So, I think he's gonna. It's going to look a wrinkly race for a long way and then as Pike so often does, he's just going to produce...
1: Not to be missed with that well-timed run. It's a really good little ride for Brad Parnum here on Wrinkley because he can really try, because mm. he's going to have around him, he's going to have sort of gangbuster Juicing Carrots. Who else? Roadblocks? Yeah, he's going to have horses that are fathoms of gold. They're, they're going to be. Um, he should be able to shake them off pretty easily. So uh, if he can, but one thing Wrinkley's not doing at the moment is putting that sort of brake on him on the bend. They're sort of leveling up, but he's just fighting yeah. on. I don't yeah. think he can fight on. Is that a Belmont versus Ascot? Uh, type probably. Thing, it's maybe? probably because sure. he's having his thirty-seventh yeah. start this campaign, and the horse is just. Uh, <laughs> he's just got one gear all these other gears but his gearbox is broken he's just got third so he's just uh rolling around the track in third gear basically at the moment so uh favorite boring move on
0: <laughs> i can't wait for your uh videos oh, Terry. this shocker. is gonna be this is gonna be enthralling you and cripper trying to spice things up on belmont classic day
1: well, we're only we're just gonna do the last five races and it's um yeah, it's hard not to tip every single favorite so i'm not not big on this it's a tough week to start it bj
0: Mm. Mm. I'm sure I'm sure you guys will put your heads together and come up with something mm, very yeah. clever for all your supporters. So race eight. Um this is uh this is a nice little race here we've got coming up. The seventy eight plus over twelve hundred meters. Does look billed as a head to head clash between outstanding three olds Jericho Missile and Massimo. Uh-huh. Which way did you
1: lean? Massimo easily as well comfortable lane to massimo um not saying jericho can't win yep. plenty of respect for the horse that uh, if you can knock off dig deep you've got to be a bit of a uh, bit of a weapon mm. don't you bj but um no jericho's got the oh uh, well, we've seen all the three-year-olds come back and dominate but jericho's got the uh, the seven months between runs trial was pretty good uh, i just you just know what massimo is going to do like i'm really content knowing what massimo is going to do massimo Goes down three kilos from his run seven days ago. It's fair to say that he's actually down in class. He's not down in class because he goes from a 72 to a 78 plus, but he doesn't face Windstorm here. And Windstorm is better than any of these. Concur? Agree. He's run into
0: just about the hottest horse in West Australian racing last start. Stalked a pretty searing tempo from son of a god. He,
1: he He actually breezed. He actually
0: breezed. He didn't even stalk. So yeah. Yeah, for the for the most part. And yeah, look did everything but win. Like how how cruel really. He was for me that was career best, Massimo. And he still got rolled. You know, like that's sort of heartbreaking stuff. So yeah, like, you know, backing up off the off the seven days. Jeez he's gonna be he's gonna
1: be hard to beat. Yep. Yeah. He's well. He's he's definitely building up a picket fence of seconds. Apart from that one, uh, yeah, that one pretty ab abject uh, failure uh, when oh, not much went right in the run. In all fairness, yeah, uh, yeah. for that one. But um, yeah, oh, Jericho missed. it's it's you're taking um you're taking him on spec really, aren't you? you know, off the yeah. seven months and not on, on class, and we have to get some. We'll have to get some mail from um. Mario Delina. Who do you think is a better horse? Uh, I think Jericho Missile might be the better horse, on what we've seen. Um, but there's also right. r- race fitness and field position could play a pretty big part here, I think, as well. So it's it's probably a good race. Yeah. You can probably wait for the day. And if, if the horse is on speed, and that's why. That's why Massimo went as well as he did last start as well. Because horses on speed really well suited. Um, but if horses on speed are more favoured on the day, you can probably have a lean to Massimo. And if, if, if perhaps you want to be um, off pace with cover for whatever reason, um, that probably will lean to Jericho. But I'm yeah, I'm pretty big on the Massimo, in the Massimo camp here. And uh, good on Adam Durant for sticking with CJP as well. Pike Pike hasn't mm. got a ride, so uh, good, on, uh, good on Adam. A bit of um, loyalty. Constellation consolation prize for losing the the puck and punyel ride, even though that's with a different trainer.
0: Okay. So we speak about this every so often, you and I. Do you think hmm. that son of a God setting the tempo that it did actually drew out that career best
1: performance from Massimo last Saturday? I think so, yeah. I think one thing we know at Massimo is that uh, he's tough. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we want him to go forward and roll and and, uh, and get stuck yeah. in. I mean, I've got him breezing outside of Maginiki yeah. here. I think it's probably a pretty fair assessment. If I was Ashley Maley, I'd be telling Bo with the 515 um, Maganika actually gets in really well with that claim. I just don't yeah. think he's um, wasn't, wasn't a bad run the other day. Actually. No, it wasn't a bad run. And and yeah. uh, two uh, three starts ago against Festival Miss was a really nice run as well. So I think Maginica is a better horse uh, on the rain affected. But yeah, I'd I'd just be um I'd be saying to Clint um yeah don't try and make this a sit and sprint. Try and be the best and toughest and and what he is the fittest horse. So very simple. Yeah. Um, I think the blowout is if there's going to be a blowout, it's probably the the swimmer in the race, which is Mankind. Um. Yeah. Had six goes in the wet, only been defeated the once. I'm expecting Jade to be aggressive, try and come across, find a spot. Probably try and come across and find the one-one. Don't know if she does or not, but um, you have to remember, because Not Too Missed beat, uh, it was a heavily backed favourite when beating, um, sorry, Mankind was a heavily backed favourite when beating Not Too Missed two starts ago. You need to remember, from that victory, Jade lost her claim, so that's one and a half kilos, and the horse went up six ratings points. That's another three kilos. That's a four and a half kilo swing instead of your usual two. So it's really hard to start stringing wins together. Um when you're sort of copping that type of uh weight increase. But um yeah, the, the more rain the better for the uh for the little fremantle forward pockets runner.
0: X. Yeah, I, I agree. Mankind's the uh the flying the ointment horse for the for uh, anyone who's sort of um, very keen on either of the three year olds. Also, I think Lord Help Me Run's class could see him run a bit of a cheeky race first up as well.
1: B Yes, Terry. You're a Steve Wolf yard man. Yes. Why uh, Why is Peter Nucky on and not Sean McGrady?
0: Uh, I think Pete has been doing a lot of work behind the scenes uh, at Ascot Trackwork since Steve's brought half of his team to to Ascot for the winter. Ah, so I think yeah. this is a reward for effort for, uh, for Peter Nucky who um, does, yeah, as I said, does a lot of work. In the mornings behind the scenes with the camp. So he's, uh, Steve's um, given him a, a ride on one of the stable's better horses in Lord Help Me Run. Um, so yeah, yeah, good, good, good ride for, for Pete. He's a, he's a class horse, Lord Help Me Run. He's probably, um, at this stage of his career, probably more of a 14, 1600 meter horse, but still expecting him to show some, show some dash fresh. But, um, but yeah, like these, These three odds just continue to beat up on the old horses and we talk about it just about every week now, don't we? So Mm -hmm. it does look Massimo, Jericho, missile. You can't beat him, join him. Yeah, toss of the coin. I just feel like I'd be interested to know how, he is tough, how much that effort would have taken out of Massimo last week and I also just wonder whether son of of a gods, the pressure that 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 horse brought to the race drew out a career best performance from Massimo. Will there be a situation that, that allows Massimo to, to to get into that sweet spot where he likes to to be. Will CJP hold him back to the field of touch? Will he Will he let him roll? If if he doesn't set the tempo that massimo leads he could be a sitting duck for jerko missile uh who who's a really strong finisher as we saw when he when he came from last to first in his brilliant belgravia stakes at ascot over 1200 meters last prep so if jerko missiles in that kind of form if he's breathing
1: fire if, in, in if, a similar if. way so yeah 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 that's the key isn't it yeah that's exactly the uh the query we uh we have to get mario on the phone
0: Yes, yes, part owner,
1: friend of the podcast,
0: friend of the podcast. Um, do you think he'll be backing
1: backing himself with I Jericho just, himself? He just nicked my joke. He <laughs> just stole my joke. That was about to come out of my mouth. So I uh, will try and get some mail anyway. We'll, we'll, we'll try and get some mail. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna message him right now, and he'll probably write back with a little Mario thumbs up, which he occasionally does. So, Excellent. Um, we'll, we'll get onto it. All right, let's so move. So you're on. so we're going head to head, yeah. Yeah, let's go head to head. We can't agree on every race, can we? Let's yeah. go head to head. Massimo for me, Jericho Missile for you. Jericho Missile and the Pontiff. He's been
0: good to me lately, the Pontiff. Um very I'm a bit bit heartbroken. He got a fourteen day suspension the other day, so he's gonna be out of action. Uh, following this meeting for a couple of weeks, but Pont he's been uh, he's been in some red hot form recently, mm. Terry. So has been um, we'll see see how how he goes on Saturday. Uh, taking the mount aboard Jericho missile first up. So race nine. Moving on now to the Furfy handicap. This is a thirteen hundred meter graduation. One um, not? It, speaking of three-year-olds taking on the older horses, mm. comes through the thousand, a couple of thousand-meter races, steps up, third up, thirteen hundred meters, taking on the older horses. Is uh, is this the way you're going to go, Terry, or have you got something else in mind?
1: No, I have to have to go with one night. No, it's mm. just. Um, yeah, as you said, the three-year-olds are really dominating and Wine uh, Knight's effort, uh, effort's last campaign when uh, she stepped up to the 1,200 metres and raced in the Magic Millions at 100 to 1. She sat deep the journey, was only beaten by Cryptic Wonder and maybe Tommy Blue that ran second. Correct, yes. Um, then stepped up to the 1,500 metres, which may not be a go. Being by playing God, I do think she'll end up uh, getting a little bit further. Um, but the second, uh, the third behind Superstorm in the challenge was also a really big run. I think she She's a very progressive little filly. Um, the barrier eight's a little bit sticky for Peter Nucky, but there is some speed drawn underneath her and there. The, I think the field will sort of open up and allow her to, to pop in somewhere. Um, she's got a bit of tactical speed as well, so she could, she could almost go forward and, and land somewhere near the back of the um, – Leader, the jury has to be out on Secret Statue. Bit flat last start, even though we we, we both um, we both gave Secret Statue a bit of a knock last start, and he probably went uh, he probably went a bit like that. That maiden form didn't stand up as we suspected. It may not. Um, we'll go better here up to the thirteen hundred. We'll go better here, perhaps on the outside of horses. Yep. One thing I do know about William Pike is he often chastises himself for riding horses too close. So look for him to be. Perhaps a little bit more circumspect. Not not right. Not right. Him. Sorry. Dead cold. Mm. But look for him to allow secret Statue to find his feet. Um definitely I, I definitely have a big lane to wine night, but I definitely have a great deal of fear um about the ability of a William Pike, uh, Grant Alana Williams, Cerise and White Runner to improve up in journey. Could even have the back of wine night, or vice versa. Especially with the
0: winkers on, which is becoming a bit of a, a bit of a thing mm. for Team Williams Winkers On, they tend to elevate significantly. So uh-huh. yeah. um but yeah, uh they're, they're both the the three year olds in the race, aren't they? Um, Secret yep. statue, it's pretty
1: repetitive, isn't it?
0: Yeah, like mm. that that Captain Kink, Puckipanil, Silk Silken Eyes race the other day. Like it just it just looked like the when this when the sprint went on, Secret Statue just as you said was just a bit bit flat. Couldn't couldn't same go. Thing there.
1: happened in the, same thing happened in the maiden. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's just that those horses were very slow
0: yeah yeah that's true and that this uh so yeah it was taken on a completely different grader horse last start and just sort of whacked away late but I agree um, that was only its second start in a race too so natural natural improvement with the um with 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 maturity and with uh, race day experience he can he can come forward but as you outlined in in your um in your preview there a Synopsis, yeah, that Magic Moons and Challenge Stakes form does kind of stand out like the proverbial, doesn't it? So
1: the day, the D's Bs?
0: yeah, for one night, and yeah, um third up, thirteen hundred meters, just needs that. I mean, it has has run some races, been ridden tough before, one night, hasn't it? So, you know, don't tear up your ticket if you do sort of get caught. You know, it's probably not ideal. Three wide, no cover was probably the worst place to be, but it's pretty tough. Philly, she's run some big races in the past, but if Pete Nucky can can grab a spot from the what mid price? from the mid draw for me, one night. Just bear with me for one moment. One night I had three fifty.
1: Okay, I had one night two thirty. Yeah. Yeah, a bit short. Had uh, secret statue it tick over four bucks. Had Stevie's wonder eleven bucks, but I tell you what, yep. I think you made this a top notch trial <laughs> a few weeks ago. I didn't I didn't fully appreciate it till I went back and was doing the form for this mate, but <laughs> gee, whiz, just had some type of trial, oh, isn't it? Big, big yeah. horse too. Yeah. Big horse. Yeah.
0: And they might have found the key to it, riding it quiet. So Well,
1: um, maybe. I, I tell you what though, if they're uh if the middle of the track and they're making big ground on the day and you can if he gets out, to, I think it. Brad put, Brad obviously saw the trial because he's put up seven or eight bucks. But yeah, um, yeah the, the trial was one wasn't of it? the more, uh, oh, I think you need to come up with a new adjective, BJ. <laughs> it's it's better than top notch. It should be called Winx's Wonder. It went that well. So, yeah, no. But uh, no, look, for me, clear night, clear, lean, wide night. Um, happy with the $3 plus, which is currently around the traps. Well, question, trap.
0: question, question. Yeah, sure. What price is there for Queen?
1: I thought the map was really unkind Mm. to Zephyr Queen. Um, So your map being
0: I'm icy Food Trouble vying for the lead?
1: Yeah, the thing is, and the worst part is, uh, with those two horses as well. Sometimes you can outmuscle horses into the lead, and they'll they'll be happy to take a sit. But I'm icy. It's now proven: if it takes a sit, it, it runs last. If it leads, it can it always runs above its sp. So yep. they will have no intentions to hand up on I'm icy. And if you watch the way they ride, food trouble, they will never have an in- uh, an intention. Even though Simone's not riding, to hand up on food trouble. So it's just. I think what they need to do on Zephyr Queen here is admit defeat on a speed map point of view straight away. Take the sit just behind them, be happy, um, be happy, yeah, and be happy, yeah, and mm. just be a happy horse parking behind them, and yeah, from there, Zephyr Queen can definitely run a race. But um, yeah, just just at the moment, it's it's really hard to go away from these three year olds, and and why not in particular?
0: Yeah, I'm with you, Terry. I think I have got one night on top. Zephyr Queen, I think, uh can is I've got it landing 1-1, as you mentioned, and boxing on as she always does. She's rock hard fit, in form, position of power. Uh ran over the top of her last start. He came out and was good when winning midweek yesterday. And um, yeah, I'm expecting to see a little bit more from Secret Secret Statue, Winkers on third up on the quick backup i wouldn't be giving up on him just yet and of course stevie's wonder was uh was yeah was top notch um was about as top notch as they get in that mm. trial last week um, i often get sucked into the uh sean and jake casey trialers um if there's the the prices isn't there for me at the moment, Terry. Um, it's pretty the, hard
1: to do this without the the full range of prices, isn't it? Because yeah. when when the other agencies come up, we could be talking that could go up at twenty one. We just don't know yeah. when the other agencies go up. So it's quite uh, quite unique sitting here at midday that um, that we haven't got any uh, any prices up as yet. Maybe I need to go on Betfair and put up some books myself. That'll be that'll be a good way to go broke in about three hours <laughs> or again. <reckon, so>. Yeah, <laughs> well, wow. have you had a bit of success with that in the past, Terry? I think I remember you. I just tried to keep things interesting. Yeah. I used to do Wednesday night. Maybe now that I'm not doing the written previews anymore, I might go back into it. But um, I used to like on a Wednesday night before anybody put a market up. I think that's real. That's the real brave aspect yeah. of it. If you're willing, you can see the markets and go, all right, that's wrong. Yeah. I'm going to chuck up 50 cents over a dollar over. We, we know most of the time they're going to trade higher and we'll just back out of them. We'll just trade out late and probably have it running for a profit. But um, chucking a price up on the Wednesday night is, uh, yeah, I think that's the... Uh, I think there's something pretty uh pretty ballsy about that. So look, I, I like to to um, be a dickhead so I might consider that again surely. <laughs> good we'll we'll good wait start. for a feature. All right. I think we're struggling for a Maddie here, BJ, so let's hope in the uh in the lucky last we can find something at value in okay. the what's it called? What time is it, Terry? What's all? It's. I'm actually very hungry, actually, yeah, to be honest with you. My stomach's rumbling, so uh, I don't know if I can say these words because it's probably uh, only going to make me feel even worse. But it's time for the Get Out Steaks, B J S T E A K S. Um Brought to you. Is it brought to you by BJ?
0: Well... It's funny you ask, Terry. Market City Meats is the sponsor of the extremely popular Get Out Steaks. Um, they are the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road, Timmy Hewitt runs the show, swing past, say g'day. Timmy will look after you, one of the best butchers in town. So congrats to last week's winner, Mr. Sensitive himself, Brett Ersig, whose prediction was closest to Levitate's official 4.31 length winning margin. Uh, Before we get to the details, Terry, uh, Get Out Stakes competition, finer details, Mm. what did you think when um, Pontiff just landed 1-1 on
1: Levitate in the Get Out last week? Ah oh, well, he—it's uh, as as we sort of alluded to. The map did sort of look that was going to like it was going to be somewhat uh, likely at that point in time. Um, yeah, it's one of those races. I you sort of map it there, and then you don't back it. And you feel like an idiot after. It was trying to find something that's probably just not there. So, no, look, you uh, i reckon your record at uh, calling horses to land one-one <laughs> from outside of barrier ten is—it's uh, phenomenal, <laughs> Bernard. So uh, my hat is tipped. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Pontiff. He makes, uh, makes us look good sometimes.
0: But, yeah, congrats, Brett Ersig. He's got ultimate faith in the Pontiff. He uh, he selected over, I think it was 3.25 length margin, Levitate. So he uh, he scooped the pool thanks to the um, away victory from Simon A. Miller's rather classy three-year-olds. Now, moving on to this week's Get Out Stakes, race 10, Belmont Classic Day on Saturday. If you want to enter... Hit us up on Twitter at the11pod. Who you think will win race 10 and a decimal winning margin Two decimal place are preferred. And remember, the earlier, the better for your get-out-stakes entries. Race 10 is the Crown Perth handicap. Full field over the 1,000 metres of ratings, 66-plus brigade. I smell value coming from the guru. Is that what's going on here? Is that what the listeners can expect?
1: Oh, this is this is a difficult race, Bj. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is this is as difficult a race as you can um, as you can really uh, as you can really throw up. I think it's this is probably the one race that deserves a bit of a deep dive okay. um, for the for the entirety of the card. The rest of them are all oh, somewhat straightforward. But um, look, I mean, the, the two best horses in this race, I think not many people would disagree. Are probably Long Beach and um, Silken Eyes. Yep. Yeah, but more, but, uh, more three-year-olds, believe it or not. More three-year-olds. Yeah, but these two three-year-olds have a bit against them here. They're, they're twelve hundred back to a thousand. Um, that's that's a really difficult thing to do on its own, let alone drawing wide and likely uh, likely to be a fair way back. Um, Silken eyes has a couple of sort of couple of sticky little gear changes. I never like seeing lugging bits going on or like it's sort of like when the the bubble cheekers go on. It's 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 not my favourite thing to see.
0: So they've gone lugging bit tongue-tight on
1: first tongue time. tongue tie is fine, mm. but um, look back to the thousand metres. Unless you're seeing a track which is, is screaming swoop, swoop, swoop. I, I think the way this race be run with the speed and the weak speed in it, they're, they're both going to get their chance potentially. But um, actually, no, that that's the thing. They they might not get their chance. Is probably what I'm actually trying to say here. Yep. Is that they might not get their chance because they could be a, They could be a long way out of it. So. Uh, we have to probably look to take him on. Um, you're going to see a, a reasonable amount of speed in this from um, Transgressor, will be super aggressive with, well, they'll try and be with Chris Graham going back on. Crandom's your first emergency. If he gets a run, um, they'll be going hell for leather. They won't want to be too defensive with the wet track specialist. Double bubble. Uh, the blinkers go off Arafura. Um, whether that means they're going to try and be a bit more circumspect, I'm not sure. I'd. That's an odd move, actually, because I thought Arafura's last run, considering how hard he went, was actually really good. So mm. I thought, stick to the blinkers, let him go again. thought that was a nice little recipe for a big run, actually. But um, not to be. But I'm leaning towards um, a little bit of value here. Um, it was 16-1 to 1 this morning on Bradley and Brad Brad McManus bet um, at Tab Touch. Uh, is round the point. Round the point isn't a horse I could imagine ever tipping on a Saturday, so I'm surprising myself with the words that are coming out of my mouth at the moment, BJ. But um, round the point's an out-and-out out swimmer. Is, I, I went back through his peak career runs and, and when he does his best work, and it's always on the rain-affected going. Um, his record at Belmont is tremendous. Uh, He loves Belmont. He loves the 1,000 metres. Once he gets up to the 1,200-plus, I don't think he's as good a horse. Um, I mean, you look at his career. He's won three from eight over the 1,000, and then he's won one from twenty-seven. Past the 1,000. So that tells you a little bit of a story on its own. Uh, last start was four deep, the trip, no cover. Uh, it was a wet track, so it's not always the worst spot to be. But the way he kept going and loomed into it, Silken Eyes had his chance to beat him, and he just simply didn't. Um, there's no reason we're going to see any differing conditions here. Uh, we're going to see a nice rain-affected track again. What I'm seeing, and what I'd like to see from Sean McGrady here, is probably allow Transgressor, Crown Double Bubble, or if you, whoever it is, um, If he can lead, so be it, and lead without the pressure, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. But I'd almost like to see him let those horses come across um, and they'll go mad in front of him and sort of peel off the fence, I presume, at that stage of the day. Again, he can can make the assessment on the day. And um, he's going to have field position. On Silken Eyes and Long Beach, I think Silken Eyes and Long Beach are, are far better horses than Round the Point. But field position can win your races, BJ. So I am looking. This is a horse that doesn't win at a turn, um, yeah. and he, he is a big place horse. So I'm looking at a place heavy bet, which is not usually my style. But um, we're seeing again. We don't have the markets to look at, but this won't be a popular selection. I wouldn't have thought. I reckon we'll see twenties and fives, twenties and four fifty type thing um, in a one by three, one by four type basis. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy being on board. For a bit of value, finally. Okay, I,
0: I thought that you would have stuck with your Mm. the winning combination, Santiago Girl and Maddie Derrick claiming three. If
1: if 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 if, if, if if. the uh, if 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 (laughs) the uh, the center of the track's playing hot, and we got a a coldish rail, Maddie will go and park Santiago Girl three, three deep outside the speed or somewhere near it. Then we (laughs) will consider maybe having something on, but. no, we've got the 51 days between runs. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, again, not impossible. If you're looking for some value, that's, that's probably another that you can definitely uh, throw into the mix. Um, but yeah, I've, I've landed on round the point. Whether, that's, uh, whether that'll stick hard, I'll, again, it's one you can really monitor on the day. I don't think the money's going to um, come, come in spades or come in droves for, for, for round the point. So you can probably wait till the day, see how much ground they're making. If it's playing on pace, I'd be even further uh, moves to back around the point and even potentially save on Santiago gel but um yeah that's the that's the way we'll go around the point bJ
0: okay so yeah obviously the two three-year-olds long Beach and silken eyes they look they stand out as the two hardest to beat I will say though um silken eyes Joseph as a party will be looking on Saturday, or he might boot home a winner at Northam today. But if he doesn't ride a winner today, moving on to Saturday, he will not have ridden a winner since the 21st of May. And do you know what horse his last winner was, Terry? Uh,
1: the Italian job.
0: The Italian job for the ah, Kingsmen Syndicate. Very
1: good. Oh, it's a bad segue. The poor old Italian job didn't uh, didn't get the chockies done. A well-backed Italian job for the lads yesterday. Tell you what. It was a. It wasn't his best effort, was it? No, it was. <laughs> it was. He was below
0: below his best. Too bad to be true. Yeah, was, maybe so. <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So Joey needs a change of luck in the saddle. That's for sure. Because he's better than what he's um than what his recent results have uh, suggested. That's for sure. So so Long Beach Silken Eyes. They're the two quality three year olds that are going to take a hell of a lot of beating. I just think if Long Beach is within striking distance and gets a clear crack at him, like just good luck holding it out. I know the 12 back to the 1,000 is is an ideal, but that 1,200-meter event that he won last start was such a high-rating race on the day. The uh, the figures were there. He's a bit different from some of the other Cerise and White runners. He has won over 1,000 before. He's got significant closing speed. He could just go whack Long Beach. Wooshka maybe in a similar fashion to how Cryptic Love won that 1,000-meter get-out stakes a couple of weeks ago. He could mm-hmm. just he could just smoke him late. If they're outside of those two, I think this is a really good first-up race for Shinju. Uh, good 1,000-meter mm-hmm. horse, likes Belmont, did knock off This Will Test You uh, at its last start in Ascot, readied for this with a couple of trial hit-outs. Shinju, Belmont, 1,000 metres, Chris Ganjimi. I think he could be the one to, um, if there's going to be a horse that's going to knock off these dominant three-year-olds at the moment, it could be Shinju. And um, the only other horse I'd like to throw into the mix is Danny George.
1: Yeah, I did want to mention Danny. It's... um, Interesting, his last campaign probably wasn't his best. Probably the last couple haven't been his best, but that was during Brett Popegate, during <laughs> yes. the uh, the the virus or the change of scenery or whatever was happening at um, the Brett Pope yard. Mitchell Pateman and Brett Pope are combining for a lot of winners at the moment as well. So, yeah, good, um, good combo, yep. yep. The, the key for Mitchell probably be to get a little head try, to get a little head start fresh uh, on the two horses, which are 1,200 down to 1,000, especially uh, especially Long Beach. Yep. Um, but yeah, really nice trial.
0: It was. So yeah, for me... Long Beach on top. I think if, if he's going to get knocked off, it'll be maybe Shinju or Danny George in the get out stakes.
1: Terry, so. It's funny just talking about all these horses. We're talking about quality animals, Long Beach, Silken Eyes, Danny George. Um, we're talking about really nice animals, and I've, I've managed to tip round the point. I just, sometimes you look at yourself and you are what's going on here? But. Field position. If if all those runners are going to get back, and we're going to have the one on pace runner that's really tracking along nicely on the uh, on the sloppy going, gets a little head start and a kick on him. I guess it's horses for courses, isn't it? He's
0: he's a real competitor too around the point. Very rarely doesn't figure in the finish. So yeah, he's gonna he he always gives his supporters a run for the money, Guru, which is all you can ask for, isn't it? So
1: that's that's exactly right. Well, well put, BJ.
0: So now it's time for our best betting
1: propositions of the day Mm. well we're a bit priceless at the moment which makes things a bit difficult to really sort of uh to put any together but i'm going to give you a little double very simply we're going to put shan shria into not to be missed at about three to one i'm pretty sure is uh, available current prices you can get two dollars ninety i reckon we they might put up a little bit better for not to be missed shortly so um three to one Shan Shria all up not to be missed Okay.
0: I tend to think that Puckapunyal is just about a moral at the even money, but from the markets that have we have available to us, the the best sort of setup I can see from a price point of view is probably best betting proposition will go with sentimental gift in the two thousand meter race with the wizard back in the saddle around the three dollar mark, Terry.
1: It really is a day where like you could like your best bet could be there's just so many fancies around that, even to three dollar mark. Like it easily could have said one, nine. I, I could have had Massimo yeah. just about. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, probably, probably lacking a little bit of trust in a horse that's continually running second in Massimo's sense. But, um, yeah, P- Pucker Punyall is, yeah, you could probably just about chuck him on top of the two I said there and take the six to one. It's a, uh, yeah, I think it's a day where, um, I think favourite backers will either have a big day or we could be, uh, yeah, we could be calling uh, an ambulance <laughs> at about uh, after the ninth if things aren't going poorly. It's often a bit, uh, it's often a bit concerning hopping into the favourites on sloppy tracks as well. So um, anyway, let's let's see how we go. Let's see if we can get a few of the fancies up and try and. Uh, the key thing is trying to buy these fancies at the peak price. Mm. That's uh, that's always the aim. Multi up. Potentially, mm-hmm. potentially multi up, yeah. Potentially,
0: yeah. I reckon there's going to be plenty of pike multis and plenty of shorties multis at Belmont on Saturday. Certainly, uh, the Very much uh, so. the um, the multi fans out there are going to have a bit of bit of fun at uh, Belmont Classic Day on Saturday.
1: This isn't fun though. We're trying to find a Maddie nah, Terry. No, nah, no, nah, this isn't fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out round the point. I know it's only. It's only 12 bucks at the moment, Tab Touch. It'll be over $20. There's too much quality in this race for it not to be over $20. So um, I would be making something up if I tried to attack one uh, in a different race. I mean, Osumi, I reckon, could be over 20 to one. That's the thing. So I'd happily make Osumi my Maddie. But this is a very difficult week for it, BJ, with, uh, with the market simply just not out. So um, for me, I'm going to go with round the point, suggesting you'll get the $20 late comfortably.
0: Okay, so how
1: do I'm going place heavy though.
0: Okay, how would our Maddie's go
1: last week? Uh, well, I tipped Stella Stellaran. Stellaran was chopped out at a key moment in the straight. I reckon I reckon Stellaran. Um, it was where she should have been exactly where Bombay Style was. Um, yep. But unfortunately, she let Mitch cross in one of the one of the better pieces of riding you'll see from Mitch Pateman last week um, on Bombay Style. First start for new trainer Tiana Robertson. Yeah, that was that was strange, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was an odd one. You don't see him, especially after a win, because Bombo Style just won for Neville, so yeah, it was an
0: odd. It must have been must have been um, must have been love. Maybe it sold sold at an online auction or something like that. Potentially, oh, yeah. It does a online? song that was quoting yeah. as well, by
1: the way. Um, yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't really know what occurred, but it did occur, and um, yeah. So, how did yours go? What'd you tip?
0: I tipped Electric Light oh, and she was good, but wrong she just, just found the 1,000. Yeah, bit, wrong bit ride short. as well. Yeah. Comes down
1: the center of the track and is uh, in that finish because Electric Light out sprint, Super Maxi and Lockroy and probably Saraceno. So, very interesting. I just think, uh, yeah, I just think Jade rode that a bit cute instead of probably trying to pop off the fence and, and get into clear running. Mm,
0: okay. So, what am I going to do here with my Maddie Terry? Um, what are you
1: going to do? Double digit?
0: Yeah, I was just sort of thinking double no. digit. No, not really. no. Okay, Terry, so after a bit of head-scratching and soul-searching, my Maddie for Belmont Classic Day comes up in race 10. I think if Rebel Yell can produce his best, he went poorly first up for Luluciani, but Rebel Yell... Is more than capable, has a reasonable draw. Jade McNaught rides this horse well, could land in a spot. If some of the fancies run into traffic, uh, could be the day for Rebel Yell at a price currently $26 on Tab Touch. So I'm going to lock him in, in, uh, in the last of the day and the get out stakes rebel yell mad
1: very good you'll probably see uh i reckon you'll probably see 80 to 1 late as well so but uh, it does go for Jade, doesn't it horse really yes it's a real uh jay mcnaught horse actually if you just hold there for one second bj i might even get you some statistics yep. jade mcnaught oh two starts one win one second there you go so paul harvey yeah. three starts two wins one second so it goes for uh the pontiff and jade According to according yeah, to my statistics. And,
0: and I think I ran second, second in some, maybe even seventy two mm. plus grade at Ascot last prep. So I remember she
1: was she was picking it from wide gates, finding the one one. She was riding it an absolute treat as well.
0: Yeah. So as I said, if he if he produces his. His peak is capable of uh, giving this a bit of a nudge, I think, on Saturday. So, is Brett peak? <laughs> yeah, Brett peak. <laughs> mm. So, good luck uh, to everyone involved in Belmont Classic Day on Saturday. That brings our preview to a close. Now we move.